All right, it's been a while. We are back in business. This is from average to alpha. I got two of my partners here. My junior partner, Kevin Diaz, and SE, Christopher Depot. He is our, I don't know, IT producer, I don't know, photographer, social media expert. The guy is the jack of all trades. So today on this episode, you know, we kind of just got together here and we want to be able to, you know, address a few things that we believe that the world needs to hear. A lot of you have been hitting us up on Instagram, social media, and asking, hey, when are we going to get another episode from average to alpha? And we've been busy. We've been, we've been busy throughout the pandemic, before the pandemic. Uh, I got personally three companies that I'm currently running and we have not taken our foot off the gas. So one of our companies right now is number one in the nation in terms of the sales, in terms of the production. We have grown over 800% in the last couple months. And all this stuff that's happening in the world, it did not phase us, it did not affect us. The reason why is because it, it all comes down to who is your leader. When shit hits the fan, is the person that you're following is the leader of the company is going to throw the towel or he's going to keep going through the punches. And we, we as old people, had the option. Hey, you know what? Let's take the easy route. Let's quit. Let's shut the doors down. Let's, you know, let's just stop for a while. Let's you know, cut, cut our payroll. Let's send everybody home without a paycheck. Let's lose this opportunity. But we chose to climb the mountain. We chose to go through the punches. And even when the entire state was shut down, the entire country was shut down, we were still making phone calls. People thought we were crazy. We would call the customer and customer said, are you kidding me that you call me right now during this pandemic? And we were not because we truly believed that we as an organization were able to solve a problem for those customers, reduce the cost. And actually, one of the times when I closed the deal, one of the attorneys that I helped out told me, man, you just helped me save $26,000 a year. And because of you, I am not going to let go of one of my employees, one of my secretaries. Because of you, I'm able to keep her. So that relentless attitude, that mindset of just keep going even though it's hard, that's what, be able, that, that's what build us to where we are today. 800% growth, number one in the nation. When everybody took the vacation, Everybody stopped working, we kept on going. Now, I truly, truly believe, and guys, jump in if you want to, that it correlates with our core values, right? We are where we are because of our structure, because of our standards. A lot of companies nowadays, they don't have standards. You show up to work in your pajamas, in your flip-flops, shorts, you do whatever you want to do. You know, there's a study that was showing the average employee spends about 36 minutes in the bathroom during the one working day. 36 minutes, okay? On an average day. Because people want to get away from the work. People want to get away from what they're doing. Instead, they're, they're sitting in the bathroom, looking at the videos, watching social media, liking pictures, just so that way they don't get to work. Our core values is completely different, right? Number one core value is respect, 
right? You got to respect your workplace. You got to respect the people you work with, right? The commitment. What are you committed to? Are you committed to growth? Are you committed to greatness? You have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest. Are you bringing it every single day or not? Because you can't talk a big game and yet you're delivering a small one. Communication, right? I am big on that, right? And I'm going to stop on this one because, you know, I want to share a quick story. We have a new guy here that just started about a month ago. And when I say he's pretty bad at sales, it's an understatement. He'd never done sales, never understood what sales are about. And in here, we don't hire people based on their skill. We hire them based on their will. And he came in through the doors just saying, hey, you know what? I want to make it. I want to succeed. I want it really, really bad. And just having a bad week, having a bad month, and he pulled me to the side, threw me a text message, said, hey, can I talk to you? Now, this is Thursday afternoon. Hey, man, I'm feeling down. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling like I can't do this. This is hard. I just, you know, I'm not quitting. I just wanted to communicate with you because that's one of our core values on how I feel. We spent 30 minutes together in the room talking about his feelings, talking about how to overcome that feeling. Next day, he comes in. Friday, most people check out on Friday. This guy comes in with a different mindset. Puts up two sales, which is more than he has done in a month, okay? Puts up two sales in one day, which more than he done in the entire month. Feeling amazing, feeling great, feeling unstoppable. Then everybody goes home. You know, it's Friday night. It's about 10.30, 11 o'clock at night. I get a text message. Yo, Al, can I call you? I'm like, okay, hopefully, again, this guy is not having this negative attitude, negative mindset. Hopefully, everything's all right. He calls me, and he sounds super excited, guys, like like he just won a million dollars. He's like, hey, yo, Al, you won't believe this. I just was at the bar with this girl, and I just started talking to her, and I started telling her about what I do, and I start telling her how I do it, and I start telling her about our culture, our company, and this girl the whole time kept just saying, wow, 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 and you know what, Al? It made me feel good. It made me feel passionate. It made me feel confident. I swear to you, I can take this girl home tonight if I wanted to, and I didn't. I was disciplined enough not to take her home because I didn't feel her like that, but I just noticed how how much more powerful I sounded, how much more confident I sounded, that it was just magnetic. People were attracted to me, people wanted to hang out with me, people wanted to be around me, because I wasn't this negative, you know, mopey ER from Winnie the Pooh, right? You see, you can choose to be the Winnie the Pooh, who always thinks positive, who always thinks, okay, where's the honey? Or you could be the ER, who always sees the negative in every situation. And this guy chose to completely change the outlook of his life in one freaking day because of that conversation. So for us, all the core values that we have, and we have 13 of them, there is no first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. All of those are equally important. And you're gonna have to master those core values to be able to grow within our company, within our organization. Now, it doesn't happen overnight, right? And by the way, he may have a good Friday, after the 24 hours, but then come Monday, 
he could have the most horrible, terrifying day. The question is, will he know how to handle it? The question is, will he know how to be able to approach that situation? We have our guys come from all different backgrounds. You guys know that. But one of the biggest things that stand out for us is that none of our guys came from a silver spoon. None of our guys came from a family that are rich and wealthy. None of our guys that came from the family that, you know, have millions of dollars. All of our guys came from, you know, having a family that struggled, that either stuck at their nine to five job, don't have enough money at the end of the month. And all of our people have such a strong desire to succeed, right? And I honestly, if you just talk to a hundred people, I don't think you're gonna find somebody that says, I don't wanna be successful. And everybody has a different definition of success. At the end of the day, it's being happy, right? It's being able to do the things that make you happy. And I think our people in our organization, they all want to succeed, but they don't know how, right? And that's why when they come to Axelite and they get the right support, the right group of people that are pushing you, that are you know developing you, they feel more confident because now they see that I'm able to get to the next level. It's like playing the you know Nintendo game or Sega or PlayStation game, whatever you, you play nowadays. It's how do I get to the next level? And you're like, you know what? I'm stuck at this level. I keep losing. I keep losing. And then next thing you know, your older brother comes in. He's like, yo, give me the controller. Passes the level for you. And you're like, man, how the hell did you do that? Now, you have a choice at that point, right? At that point, you have a choice. Do I just keep going to the next level because my brother or whoever took my control and did it for me? Or you say, you know what? I'm going to go back to the level that I just failed but he just showed me how to do it and I'm gonna do the same exact thing and I'm gonna succeed, right? So in here in Axelite, we're going to show you how to do it, but we're not gonna allow you to get to the next level until you do it yourself. Make sense? So it's kinda of like, you do it, you fail. Now, you're gonna watch me do it because I have experience, I have knowledge, I've been doing it for a while. I'm gonna pass, right? I'm gonna succeed. But now you're gonna to have to learn how I did it so that way you can do it yourself. Because one day, Albert, Kevin, Depot, Chase, whoever it is, is not gonna be here to be able to pass the level for you, okay? And the most people don't understand that because they don't wanna go through the hardship. They don't wanna go through the struggle. Hey man, I'm making 5,000, 6,000 phone calls. That's part of the process. That's okay, that's what you're supposed to do. They just wanna be able to get an easy lead. Hey, can I get it easily so that way I can make a sale and feel good about it? It's because we want that instant gratification. Now, how many people can go without a check for a year? How many people can go without a check for 90 days, for 60 days, for six months? Those are the people that are going to succeed. Those are the ones that don't expect a check because they don't work for a check, they work for a legacy. They work to be able to build the future. See, most people go to college and let's say average person goes to college five years because first year they just party, right? And let's say they even went for four years. Average tuition, let's say $20,000, right, a year. That's 80 grand that they spend out of their pocket to go to a class to learn from a professor who had never done it himself, right? People go to school from a business professor, yet that business professor does not have a business. That business professor lives paycheck to paycheck, and takes a bus to come to work. Why would you learn from someone like that? I have no idea, I have no clue, but people do it. And they spend $80,000 a year learning from people that don't have results. 
and they don't complain while going four years to go to college, right? To receive a piece of paper that says you did it. They get a part-time job, right? They grind during the weekends to be able to afford, you know, their meals or whatever you want to call it. They get into more debt. And here people come in, they get true experience, right? We truly build them for life. We build them with discipline. We build them with mindset. And we don't charge them for it, right? We teach them what is the return of investment. The time you put in, the hard work that you put in, what are you going to get out of it? We have guys come in here, they've been here for a month and a half, never done sales, making $4,000 a month. Why? Because our system is proven. What do you guys think? I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, but it's just hard for people to see that. It's hard for people to go through the hardship and actually open their eyes because of everything that's around them, their friends, their family, everyone that's telling them that this is the thing to do because it takes so long to get to reward. And I think that's the problem with most people in our generation right now is people are just waiting around for the golden ticket, but they don't have the effort or the work to put into it, so it's not going to mean anything. But even worse, they get a golden ticket, and what do they do? They waste they it. They blow it away. Right, they waste it because they think, oh, it's a golden ticket. It looks shiny. It looks so pretty, so it must be great, right? No, the golden ticket is the disguise that's meaning that you got to go through hell, yeah. right? This vehicle here, anything you want in life, right? You need to be able to understand easy doesn't get you there. If it was easy, everybody else would be doing. You're asking, some of, us, some of our guys are like 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, and they're asking to become millionaires. They're asking to, be, to retire. They're asking to have enough money to buy a building. But they don't understand what that requires. And one of the things that I always tell the young people here, look at your parents' life. Take a look, a good picture of your mom and your dad. Look at where they work. Look how much money they make. Look how much time they spend with you. And take a look at what kind of cars they drive, what kind of zip code they live in. And ask yourself, do I want that? And if the answer is no, I don't want to live the life that my parents are living, then you got to ask yourself, what did my parents do to get there? Well, I can tell you that because my dad did the same thing, right? He worked for a company, he worked his butt off, but he could never grow within a company, right? He was not given a proper opportunity. So people think it's all about just hard work, or you, you're gonna work hard, you're gonna succeed. Hard work is only 25% of success for you to get, right? The other 25% is having the right opportunity, right? The other 25% is having the right attitude, having the right mindset, 100%. right? Because, I mean, my father is in that situation now. He had some hardships, but when he turned his life around at 23, 24, uh, he finally found a, a comfort job, you know, a 9 to 5, where yep. he thinks he could go up in, but now he's been there almost 20 years. He's about to be 55, and they're going to can him in December. So it's like hard work is only half the battle. Yeah. You know, if you're not putting yourself in the right situations and you get comfortable, your hard work isn't going to go anywhere. Do you think construction worker works hard? Absolutely. 100%. Do you think a boss boy works hard? Yes, of course. So people have this different idea of hard work. It doesn't matter how hard you work. Do you have the right vehicle? Do you have the right attitude? And the last one is, do you have the right connections? Right? Do you have the right connections? Because at the end of the day, every single person you meet in your life, there's a reason why you met them. And they're either going to make your life nightmare or they're going to make your life a dream. Right? 
which at the end of the day, how do you maintain the relationship with the people that you meet? Now, if you're going to talk about, well, I have a lot of friends and I want to maintain my relationship with those friends, but ask yourself, what are those friends doing for your future? What are those friends doing for you right now? I think, uh huh. Yeah, but I think that's the thing. Like young kids or, you know, the younger generation, they don't really understand how important relationships are. No. And they don't really understand how important one relationship can literally just change the curse of your life. Yeah. Like just literally just one connection can maybe get you to get to that right vehicle, right? Which is the other 25%. Yeah. That is going to get you to the top. And I believe that just young people don't really understand that. Right. right. There. And when I met you, right, you, you, you were parking cars. You were working on valet. The reason why I strike the conversation with you is because you had the right attitude. Right. Right. You didn't know me, I didn't know you, but every time I saw you, every morning I went to get a coffee, you were sitting there and you'd be like, hey, right? And there, there, there had to be a reason why you were saying hello, right? And maybe it was because I was driving a Maserati, maybe because I was driving a Mercedes, and you're like, okay, this guy may be working for a company, let me talk to him, let's see how he gets there. But your attitude is what made me want to strike the conversation with you. And then when I started to talk to you, I'm like, okay, not only you have a great attitude, you have a great you know, story that you, you came to this to to United States from Puerto Rico, right? And you want to succeed, and the opportunity you currently have is not the right opportunity for you, right? Your my attention to detail was look at how you dressed, and look how you speak. Most people don't understand, right? They don't take pride in their appearance; they take that for granted. The pride in your appearance is is the first impression. Right? I am not gonna go talk to somebody that's you know not properly dressed, that's not presenting themselves correctly, because at the end of the day, I always question, why would I bring this person to my business? What values, going back to values, what values does this person bring? Now many people say, well, don't judge the book by its cover. But at the end of the day, if I don't know you, if I don't know what the book is about, the only thing I got left is the cover, right? So at least look good enough, right? Presentable enough for people to talk to you. When I first started my entrepreneurship, I only got one suit. It was a black suit, and that's all I could afford. It was an H&M suit, $89. It wasn't all that, but I knew that suit at least will set me apart from other people that are not willing to look sharp, right? right. My suit would look you know, crisp, dry cleaned, no stains, it was a shitty suit, but I make it look good. And people don't understand that. People don't understand this. How you start your morning, right? Most people don't even want to brush their teeth. They rush out of the bed. They hit the traffic. They're late. They're fighting against the time. Now they look like crap, and they might have missed the opportunity because somebody wanted to talk to them, and they just look so bad. That I'm like, you know what? Never mind. It also starts with how you go to sleep. Do you go to sleep at night all frustrated, all pissed off, angry, or you go to sleep with gratitude, with understanding, I'm so lucky to be able to have a bed and a roof over my head, and planning your next day, understanding how blessed you are. Most people go to sleep negative, they wake up negative, and the only thing they attract is the negativity, right? And what do you mean what do I mean by that well if this guy right came in on Friday with a good energy 
end up putting two sails on board, end up going to a date with this girl, right? That's the that's the compound effect of having a good attitude. There's also a compound effect of having a negative attitude. It's like, have you ever seen guys, people that say, what else can go wrong, right? And next thing you know, their tire pops. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, I did not expect that. Well, you did. Because you just specifically told the universe what else can go wrong, and they told you what can go wrong, yeah. right? It's 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 our mindset. That's something I believe in strongly. Like no matter the type of day you had, whether you believe in a god, multiple gods, or a higher power, they always do the same thing. You look to them and be positive with them, and they'll help work with you with your right. hard work. Right. Now, if you're negative about it and don't believe that they're where they're with you, whether it be the universe, the higher power, or your god then usually things go wrong. Yep. And that's what people don't see. They get too high in their highs and get too low in their lows. Mm-hmm. Right. So as soon as like your tire pops, the day can't get any worse. That's right. And yes, you get your tire pop, but you have a choice, right? Because you got your tire pop first thing in the morning, you can now throw in the towel and say, hey, F this day, I'm out, screw this. Or you could say, you know what? I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna go to work. I'm not gonna call out. I'm gonna go pick that phone up. I'm gonna make two thousand dollars, so that way you can make up for the tire, and I can have the best day ever. Oh yeah, 100%. right. But then it's also the opposite. You make that two thousand dollar deal. Some people can sit in their highs so high that they feel like they're the best they could ever be, mm-hmm. and then the next thing you know, two weeks they go without a sale. Yeah. So now they're struggling. Now they get into their lows again, and that's where it comes in of just playing it in the middle. And and, and that's why the bottom line is your standards. So wh- whenever I choose a partner, whenever I choose to do business with anybody. I take a look at how do they treat their relationship? How do they treat themselves, mm-hmm. right? If you're not willing to go out there and iron your shirt and show up to a meeting properly looking, how are you gonna treat our deal, right? How you do one thing is how you do everything, right? If you are not treating your girlfriend good, how are you gonna treat this business good, right? That's what people don't understand. Most people don't understand is that reflection of people who you do, who you do your business with you gotta take a look at how they treat their everyday life. Because how they treat everyday life that affects them personally, right? That ruins their entire paycheck, their their family, their friends, relationship, all those things. If they're not willing to change to make themselves better, what makes you think that they're going to do anything different with you? They won't. That's how you deal with the losers, right? You're like, you know what, I just like this guy. That's where the emotion gotta go out of the door. Forget the emotion. Now you gotta take a look at the logic, right? Is this person, he's not willing to help himself. How is he gonna help my business? And a lot of times we interview people, they're bullshit you all the time. I'm the most hardworking person you see, right? I don't got any plans, I'm willing to work hard, I have the greatest attitude, because that's what they're supposed to say, right? But then when you start to go into a relationship with that person, you bring them to your workplace, you let them in in your home, you start to notice this bad character. You start to notice those Those habits, right? Because now they're they're like, you know what? I already got the job. I don't need to fake it anymore. Let me show you the real me, right? And the real them is that they don't give a fuck. They have no standards, right? They operate on every single day. Oh, today is good? Great. Tomorrow is bad? That's what I'm going to deal with. They don't know how to control their emotions. And that's honestly... This sounds rough, but it's almost better when somebody doesn't make a sale their first day just so they can experience the hardship and the grind. Yeah. So when they make their sale right off the bat, they don't see how hard it is to get there. Now they'll 
have that sale and they have to go through the grind for the next one. Yeah. So this is when their attitudes get worse and get down. And and to me, that's what all of us need to take a look at. And a lot of us overlook this component, such a small component, right? The guy that brought me in on Thursday, the fact that he knew that he wanted to quit, but he didn't, you got to take pride in that. You got to take pride in that. You know that you want to quit. You know it's hard. You know it's painful. You know it's a struggle, right? But yet you're choosing not to quit. You're choosing to go through the hardship. You're choosing to go through the struggle and not take the easy way out. The easy way out is, you know what? I can get a job at Walmart. I can go back and work at the retail. I can go back and get that nine to five paycheck, hourly pay, and I'll be okay. But choosing not to quit, people need to take pride in that. Because how many times do you wake up in the morning and it's like, mm, it's going to be a hard day. I'm going to go and I'm going to make the best out of it. You come back home and you had the worst day. You have a choice in that point. All right, let me call out. Let me quit. Let me do all these things. But you choose to come back. And you come, You know what to expect. You know that it's going to be even harder than yesterday. And you choose to come back. I believe that you need to take pride in that because most people don't do that. Most people, when it's hard, they quit. Yeah, and that's like going through your emotional state, controlling your emotional state, and then yeah. I believe taking that's a big pride one. in your, yeah, taking the, pride in the standards. That's definitely a big one, emotions. I mean, if you don't, I believe that that's one of the reasons why most people quit, is mm-hmm. because they let their emotions take over, and really when you take, when your emotions take over, you're not really thinking logically, right? So it really, it's, it's, it's something that it's, it's something that is hard to, you know, to understand as a young person, especially when they start the entrepreneur life, right? Uh, we see all these persons or all these people in Instagram, Facebook, you know, doing all these videos, everybody's succeeding. But what they truly don't see is, you know, the hard, the hard work, what they go through. Right. You know, the breakthroughs, everything. Yep. And I talk to so many people, you know, they're just gurus on social media, right? They have so many followers. They have so many people. They post the greatest videos. They take pictures of Lamborghinis. But you know what? They're emotionally weak. They give up to their inner bitch. And to me, the struggle and hardship is a privilege. And if you want to create the true feeling of being powerful, it's understanding and choosing not to bitch out and quit, right? Is winning yourself over is beating the weak mindset that you have and most of those gurus the truth to be told is that they're they're great fakers they're great people to go out there and pretend for first three minutes to put a video out there and says hey work hard hey don't quit control your emotions do all this shit right but when it comes to their situation they're pussies right they talk about oh man i don't know what to do I have a bad relationship with my girlfriend and it's affecting me. It's affecting my work. Weren't you just preaching how you shouldn't let that affect you, but yet you're the you're yourself having that problem, right? And to me nowadays, there's just a lot of fake people talking about fake things and they don't have anything to back up. I think you said it best the other day. We had a meeting the other day. You said motivational versus inspirational. Yep. A lot of those people oh, that yeah. you see on social media are motivational. They're in it for the now. They could come into your company, hype everyone up for the day. Yep. But they're not inspiring anyone. That's right. And that's why we like to hire people that are inspired. That's, that's why right. We like to inspire people because they're gonna keep grinding. No they can be in the what. trenches, living in a hotel, yeah. and we could take them and they'll grind no matter what and go to the top. And, and people have this thing, right? This stigma of I'm not gonna let anybody know that I want to quit. 
right? It's okay to let your, you know, whoever you work with to know, dude, I want to quit, but I'm not going to. Because that shows after three, four, five years, it shows that you're proven, that you're a real fucking deal, right? That you're not this, oh, you know what? I'm going to make it, but then you quit. No, you're a proven thing. You're a proven person that went through the hardships. That's the people that I want to do business with. I don't want to do business with people that pretend to go through the hardship, but yet they curl up in their bed, watching Netflix, eating Cheetos, and talk about success. Those are not the people and that, that want to do business with. Uh, the topic of taking pride in the struggle. Yeah. Uh, it's, like the, it's, it's like the same thing if we compare, for example, people who, who box, right? Boxers. Yeah. It's like saying, oh, I'm the you know heavyweight champion, but when we actually take a look into what they do every day, they don't really train. So it's yeah. all about the social media again. Mm-hmm. That's right. And if you look at like YouTube, soccer players, NBAs, boxers, you know what's funny? When the, the MMA fighter is going to fight next week, have you ever seen the highlight showing of them being knocked down or knocked out? No, they never show that. They only show the highlight of them knocking somebody else out, of them having that beautiful punch or whatever it could be. But that's the highlight, right? And when you go through the discipline, when you go through the hardship, when you go through the struggle, nobody's going to remember that. But the truth is that's what built you. That's what gave you that thick skin. That's what got you to the point of where you are now, you know, the top dog in a house. And people just don't understand that. They want to show their highlights way too early in their, in their progress, way too early in the process where nobody gives a fuck about who you are because you truly got no experience. I see 21, 22 year old people talking about business. I've been in the business for 10, 11 years now. I've been doing, you know, meetings in a one bedroom apartment of 100 people. I have built teams of 200 people. So when I talk about those things, it's not me taking things from other influencers and sharing this. That's true story of how it went through, right? Me driving to New York three times a week, spending I don't know how much money just to get a little bit of information, not being able to pay the tow, not being able to grab lunch, eating once a day, that's all truth. But that's what got me to having you know, the great mindset of not quitting, never backing down, right? Going through the hardships. People are just weak nowadays. Very weak, and I think the problem is the social disconnect. Like we were yeah. just talking about social media, people just see social media, it's all about the flash. They grew up. But everyone thinks, oh, I just need a highlight, I need a highlight, I need a highlight. It's about the destination to them. And yeah. they don't understand the journey is struggle, the journey is pain, yeah. the journey is hardship. To actually love the journey, you're gonna hate a lot of it. And I mean, in order to be successful, you have to go to the struggle. Yeah. There's no other way. No. Ask any yeah. I mean, there's no other besides, way. Besides a trust fund, baby, ask anyone that was successful. Yeah. They went through pain, they went through multiple jobs, they weren't. They were waitresses at seven different places at once. Yep. And people just see social media now, they see the flash. So what's the problem is people don't see the boxers where they just put in a year of exactly. in the gym, not talking to anybody. Not or Mayweather running on the street at four in the morning. At 50 while years ev- old. Right, yeah. while everybody else is partying and popping champagnes. That's right. right. And you're like, why would Mayweather, right, who has a record of 50-0, 49-0, running at 4 a.m. to build that confidence, right? And to me, doing the work builds your confidence, right? If you don't do the work, that's when you don't feel confident because you don't know what to expect, right? And people's like, it's easy to talk about it, right? It's easy to talk about it because you haven't done it. Because everybody wants to be Kobe, but nobody wants to put in the work Kobe no. did. 
No, nobody in does. before you in the gym, yeah. out after you, no matter what, no matter who you are, you be the coach. He's not leaving before you. People don't understand that, you know, the first step of climbing that mountain is the hardest because that's where everybody is at. It's at the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. But nobody wants to leave the average. Everybody wants to operate at the average level. To me, it's easy to win the race when no one is running. And then nowadays, I'll tell you what. You may look at the Instagram, you may look at their Facebook, you may look at their Snapchat. It looks like they're working, but you know what they're doing? They're sitting in the office, they're taking a picture and they're putting hashtag grind. That doesn't mean they're grinding. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I've been in the office for nine hours. Well, dude, first of all, first hour you spend on the toilet, the other hour you spend talking to your girlfriend through text message. And then you walk around the office finding every reason not to get on the phone. That's not grinding. Yeah, you want to show me the grind? Show me the deals you lost today. Show That's me right. the revenue you brought in. That's right. right. You know, it's like all those Forex coaches. Oh, look at all the money I made. Well, what about the last four weeks when you weren't posting? How much right. did you lose? Right. That's what I want to see. That's the grind. Right. So if I had to give, you know, three tips to somebody who's starting and saying, how do I keep my mindset strong? How do I not quit and go through the struggles, through the hardships? The first one is this, okay? To me, this this is a, this is talking from experience. This is what I did. This is when I used to drive to New Jersey, New York, and I said I gotta stick around with these people, right? Because I didn't have anybody in Connecticut, in Hartford, right around the corner that would be supporting me. And even people in New York and New Jersey they didn't support me, but they had the information, they had the mindset, and they had the money, right? And I said I gotta surround myself with that. So the first thing is stand on the shoulders of the giants, okay? What do I mean by that? Find a mentor. If you're standing on the shoulder of the giant, you're able to see everything. You'll be able to know everything, right? Tony Tony Robbins says this, if I have seen further than others, it is by standing upon the shoulders of a giant, right? And I think a lot of people, they really don't understand the value of having a mentor. They take it for granted, they abuse it, right? They don't value it, they are not coachable. They, they when, the, when the coach gives the advice, they don't do it. They just kind of go, goes from one year to another year. And to me, that's where the power of two comes in, right? If you find a mentor and you are, what's the opposite of mentor, mentee? Yes. Right? And you're a mentee and you're working with a mentor, at the end of the day, right, you got to make sure you shut your mouth, right, and you do what your mentor tells you. You may not like it. You may not agree with it. You may not understand it, right, but you got to do it because your mentor has the result, has the experience, and has the knowledge, okay? That's where also accountability comes from, right? You want somebody to hold you accountable. Nowadays, parents don't hold their kids accountable, right? Parents clean their kids' room. Parents just let the kids get away with everything. That's why the kids grow up so weak. That's why we go to soccer games and and people are afraid to speak out and say, you know what, you should have passed better. Wow, don't say that to my kid because you just messed up his confidence. No. I said that to your kid so that way he could practice his pass and become better. You shouldn't have told your kid he's a shooter if you're not going to spend the time helping him be a shooter. That's right, right? So, so where, where's the accountability? There's zero accountability. By having the giant, by having the mentor, you're going to have that accountability. What is the accountability? It's an obligation 
or willingness to accept the responsibility or to account for one's action. You didn't make that phone call. Where is the consequence? You didn't show up on time. Where's the consequence? You did hit your metrics. Where's the reward, right? You gotta get to the next level. So accountability is, the, is what you're gonna get from your mentor. Experience, that's what you're gonna get from your mentor. Knowledge is what you're gonna get from your mentor. Mm-hmm. Getting to the next level, him showing you how to do it, you're gonna get that from your mentor. That's the first one. The second one, right, I call it 1825, right? And 1825 is 1,825 days. If you're gonna do anything, if you wanna become an entrepreneur, if you wanna become a sales professional, whatever it is that you wanna do, you wanna become a professional soccer, you wanna play uh, basketball, be a boxer, whatever it is, you gotta have 1,825 days, right? And I'm not talking about uh, shit, give me 80%. No, you're gonna give 100% for 1,825 days. That's five years. Eat shit for five years to reach the promised land, okay? You go to school for four years, five years, you don't complain, you don't bitch. Do the same thing here when you find the right opportunity. Forget about actually. I'm telling you, you wanna be a professional MMA fighter, give in five years. 100% seven days a week. People always ask me, man, why do you work on a Sunday? Why do you work on a Saturday? It doesn't fucking matter what day it is. That's right. Right? I'm trying to hit that 1825. I'm trying to get there faster. And if I'm taking Sunday off, if I'm taking Saturday off, then I'm cheating myself from getting there faster, right? And I don't wanna do that. So my challenge for you is today, decide to make an ultimate sacrifice for the next 1,825 days. Give 100% every single day. If you can do that, you will reach your most unimaginable dreams. You will live your best life possible if you give your five years now. Make sense? Third one, and people are gonna hate this one, right? The third one is invest more on inside of your head rather than outside of your head. People get a haircut every week, right? Mm -hmm. They make sure they got their shape up, fade, their, I don't know, their highlights, all that on point. But yet, they spend $20 on a haircut every week, but they're not willing to spend $20 to pick up a book and put more stuff inside their head rather than outside of their head. They're like, you know what? I want to learn from the gurus. I want to learn from the best. They go on their website, they see, oh, damn, they want $2,000? I'm not paying that, that must be a scam. And they don't pay, right? And then they're like, you know what? The information should be free. No, my friend, the information should not be free. Because information being free, that means people are not going to value. When you pay $2,000, you don't pay $2,000 just to pay $2,000, you pay $2,000 so that way it can hurt you but then you can make sure that you value the information you're gonna get. Go ahead, Deepo. This one's actually huge. I was actually just at the bookstore picking up stuff for myself, um, and then she talked me into finally investing on the outside of my head because yeah. I've been investing on the inside for so long. Yeah. So I need something to match it. But I did find something, I did wanna give this to you, that I think totally had your name all over it. The 101 completion edition of John C. Maxwell. Oh my God, Literally this is fire. Dude. Thank you so Literally much, man. Everything. I'm gonna start reading that. Right yeah, I now, the green books. I was like, I yeah. can't read that. Yes, you know, so. I have probably ten books of John C. Maxwell, all different ones. You know, how to build a great team, how to be a great influencer, all those books.
but this one I have never seen it I've and seen I am excited this about it. Huge. So thank you so much. You see, surround yourself with friends that are gonna help you invest on inside of your head rather than outside of your head, right? How many broke people do you see that wear Gucci's? How many broke people do you see that have a nice watch? All the fake right? Or they put they put three thousand dollars on their rims and then yet they don't got anything to their name besides those rims, right? So to me, while you're doing the 1825, 1825 days, you gotta have a commitment of reading 60 books, right? That's 12 books a year. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. That's 12 books a year, right? Join a good program, right? We have a program here, we call it Axe University. You don't have to join our program. I guarantee you there's probably another thousand good programs. Right? I'm not here to sell you my program, but I'm telling you, you're going to need self-development. You're gonna to need to learn how to be able to make it in the real world. But make sure when you do sign up for the program, you don't sign up from some guy that pretends to be a guru. You sign up from the guy that truly has an experience, that truly has the best intention to help you win. That's it, I mean, you know, that's, that's my tips for them. Anything you guys wanna add? No, I mean, you nailed it on the head. I don't wanna drag sign any longer, but Hopefully people listen this long. Yeah. Because this is knowledgeable stuff, good stuff to actually take in. And as long as people practice this every single day of their life. And the biggest thing I would say to start off is the 18-25 is hard to think about five years. But when you start to break down the days as just days that have 24 hours. Stop thinking of days of the week. Don't think of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Because every day is Monday now. That's every right. Day. It's all about the big picture. Yep. Take That's your right. 24 Don't hours. Focus on the now. Take six hours for sleep. Take an hour for getting to work and back. And then what are you doing with the other, what is that, that's seven hours? What are you doing with the other uh, 17? And again, 1825 is going to be so hard. But you know, you know what's crazy? You're, if you're in a bad relationship, you're going to see that. Oh, my girlfriend wants me to spend more time with her. Oh, my friend's telling me that I'm fake because I, I don't go out to drink with them. You're going to be tested in so many different ways. And as long as you stick through 1825, 100%, you're going to be able to reach your wildest dreams. And you're gonna find out who's actually there to support you. Right? That's right. You start you're that gonna... journey and people will start to fall off because they wanna drink or have bad habits and the people that are there to support you, like my girl, yeah. are gonna be like, no, you need to go to work. I don't know why you're in bed. Absolutely, man, That's absolutely. Right. Guys, we should you know, do this next week again. For new sure. episode, new topic. We're gonna to do our best to be able to support you guys for those of you that are listening. Again, if you found value in this, if you comment. found you know, understanding of good principles in here, Share it. Tell Leave a, a like, friend. Subscribe. That's right. We're not asking you to do any of the, you know, give us money, none of the stuff. If you like what you're hearing, if you think this information is valuable, just tell a friend. If you tell one friend, that would be great. Thank you so much. Have a good one. And remember, don't be average. Let's go.